Welcome to another Courtney Nolan Live podcast. This is a brand new episode and I'm stoked, as always, that you're here. So I love the creativity and the freedom that I get with these podcasts. And yeah, I feel like I can really flesh out topics that I talk about um, in just even more detail. And that feels really, really cool to have this platform. Like I checked my downloads today and I have had over 600 downloads on this podcast alone, which seeing as I've only been doing this since February, that is insane. It absolutely blew my mind and I really feel like it's something that deserves celebrating. So that's you guys. I'm celebrating you. I'm celebrating you for downloading and listening. And yeah, I really appreciate every one of you that listens to this podcast because for me, talking is effortless and easy. Like I love creating posts and content for um, Instagram or TikTok, but there's nothing quite like just being able to flick on my mic and talk like I want to without having to edit or anything like that. It's like, I mean... I edit certain sounds out, sure, like the dog barking or something annoying like that. But otherwise, it is so beautiful to just be able to speak and to have things roll off the tongue. And I love that. So thank you. Thank you for loving my podcast as much as I do. So today's topic is about sex and just how talking about sex doesn't mean that it's an open invite for other people to think that you are interested or keen or that when you talk about sex, that it means other people can assume that you're interested in them. I don't know if I'm explaining this quite so well, but what I mean is I'll use an example. I like, I remember when I used to work in the police, I really suppressed a lot of the stuff that I liked to talk about, whether or not that was spirituality or sex or self-awareness or anything else because of how it gets, how it would get perceived. And part of the, I don't know, the industry, when you're working in something like that, you, you do start to hide parts of yourself and deconditioning a lot of those parts is where I, like, that's my absolute wheelhouse. Like, that's what I love coaching people to do to decondition parts of themselves that they've hidden so that they can live more connected and more aligned and more authentic. Like that is, that is so special that I get to do that. But when I'm talking about sex, um, in this particular way, I think, I don't know, like as women, it feels crazy that we, can't talk about sex like guys can and I don't mean in that real bro sort of way where it's like oh you know I slept with this chick the other night and blah 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 like no that's filthy that's not the sort of conversations that I'm talking about I'm talking more about like that real sacred sexuality style the real conscious relationships and being able to talk to people and your girlfriends or colleagues or whoever it is that you're having conversations with about these things. Like my whole mission feels like changing, like it feels like we need to change like the dialogue around this. 
and around sexuality and around topics that people don't like to speak about. Like it's not, it's not a target on your back. It's, it really is a part of who you are. So for me, I enjoy talking about sex. Like I always have, it's always been something that I'm interested in. I've like always been like, I loved the Dolly Doctor, um, sections in Dolly like growing up I used to really really enjoy these I think most people did and I don't think that was for the fact that it was so taboo I think I just really I enjoyed that side of people I enjoyed that vulnerability and um the rawness of it all I mean the fact that it's taboo that that's not the appeal for me I just want to blow the lid off that because I don't think that it needs to be taboo. I don't think these these topics need to be something that should be hidden or squirreled away and not spoken about. In in my time with the police, like so, I spent um, I like working towards getting into the police force, um, training, and then actually working the police has been a massive, massive part of my life. Like that's been a, a whole number of years and you start to think a particular way when you're trying to get into an industry or into a job. Um, you start to act a particular way. Like for me, I really wound down my social media presence and I didn't have a lot of socials and I didn't, I wasn't very active online and I was very kind of guarded. I, I realized how guarded and clipped I became with the way that I'd speak about things. And this all formed part of how I wouldn't identify with the feminine side of me. Um, it would be there definitely, but I wasn't leaning into that side of myself. I wasn't accepting that side of myself and I was really maybe hiding it because it was seen as a target to be a female as a police officer. That was a target. I mean, for a number of reasons, and I've definitely talked about a few of these before, but I mean, it's important to know. It's important to realize these things because if you're a woman working in a male-dominated industry, you're experiencing similar things, I'm sure of it. So for me, I I started to realize that I wouldn't talk about sex in certain environments, in most environments, because it did make me feel like a little bit more of a target. And I definitely felt like if I was speaking about these things, I would be labeled as easy, you know, like, oh, she's a slag for talking about that. Or that's really slutty. Like girls don't talk like that. And I think because a lot of the women in the police force, they speak in the way that is very vulgar or grotesque to keep up with men. They, they're not, it's like a real classless way of speaking. And I don't like that. And I realized I didn't like that in myself. So I just wouldn't speak about it at all because I didn't want to be labeled with that sort of or, you know, tarred with that sort of brush because that's not my personality. Like the way that I speak about sex and sacred sexuality, it's not tacky and yuck. It is coming from an educated point of view and a, a real desire to educate other people on the importance of these topics and the normalcy of these things. Like that is my passion to be able to normalize people having sex and people wanting to feel desire. Like that is, that is my whole goal. Like I love that to be able to have conversations with women and feel them really light up because what we're talking about is so interesting and you don't get to have these conversations often enough with people. 
So I want to go through a couple of the ways that I myself have deconditioned myself out of that way of thinking where we're thinking that me speaking about sex would make me slutty or easy and therefore hiding that part of myself. So I want to talk about why, like I think I covered why that was a big deal for me and why I wanted to change out of that and why I didn't want to continue living like that. But these are the ways that I actually deconditioned myself and was able to reconnect with my feminine side and really pull out that desire to speak about sex in the way that I do now. My first one was that I really, I leaned on my girlfriends and my friends and my family. So people that I trusted and that I loved, not just anyone, not just any girlfriend. I really, I leaned on people that I trusted and who knew me for me um, and not the me that I am now. Sorry, not the me that I was then at that point in time where I was hiding parts of myself and not identifying with them, but the me who I truly am, like the Courtney at her core, the Courtney at her essence. I I leaned on those people who knew me as that girl. This just meant that I could have a safe space to go. I had someone, I had people to talk to. Like I was able to to really get out those things that I wanted to. And like that leads me to my next point. I talked about my fears and my dreams. And I think that's where it's so important to look at both angles. You can't just talk about things that you're aspiring to without talking about everything else because without having the darkness, you can't appreciate the light quite as much. And for me, it was really important to talk about my dreams and my fears because they run deep. And because I'm a Scorpio and a projector, like I feel things so heavy. I feel them so deeply and I experience them in my body. They don't just wash over me like waves, like I feel them. So for me, that was another way that I I deconditioned myself. Like I I started to talk about these things, talk about wanting to earn more money than I was currently earning in the police force. I wanted to have a lifestyle that was more flexible to what I wanted to do, which was be present with my boys and have time with my husband and, you know, treat myself to um, facials or massages or a day on the couch on my own. Like these were the things that I really had in my dream life. Like I was thought, I thought some of these things weren't possible and now I'm living them and I'm, I'm blown away with how, how quickly things can change when you change your mindset about what you, what you really want and then you attract it to you. But that's a whole nother episode. I, I went through and changed a lot of the pieces in my wardrobe. So being in the place, I definitely became aware of how the way that I dressed changed um, for a number of different reasons. And I sort of lost a bit of bit of track, I suppose, of myself and, and what I liked to wear, what felt good on my body, what felt like it supported the me that I am and not who I was hiding myself as. And that was a big one because I started to realize quite how much black I was wearing all the time. And now my wardrobe is full of different colors. I still wear black. I love it. There's no problem with black, but I just, I'm inviting in more of the feminine side of myself. So I'm wearing more dresses and skirts, but that's not only feminine. Like I love a good pantsuit. 
I love a blazer. I still wear all of those clothes. And to me, those things are still very, very feminine. Feminine to me is wearing clothes that match your energy on that day. That can be anything. That can be a skirt or that can be a real heavy, thick grunge boot. It can be anything. But your feminine is understanding and listening to your energy on the day so you can dress how you feel. Um, I started doing some really deep spiritual work. So I found different people that inspired me. I found different mentors and I started seeing a coach and I really, I learned about different modalities and I worked out what it was that I liked and dove so deep into that stuff. And by doing that, it was able to, to explain to me why I would feel different things. And that really helped me connect with a different side of myself and like my true self, because I was able to hear and see far more clearly the things that didn't align with me. I was like, well, that doesn't, that doesn't work for me. Like I don't agree with that point of view or I don't like, um, that attitude. And, and I was really able to see things far more clearly when I started to do that spiritual work on myself. And one of my last points is. I completely immersed myself in all the content that I truly loved. So I researched and would just read different newspaper articles and blogs and books um, on sex. I would look at all the self-development stuff, listen to so many different podcasts and read so many different books from different people. Um, I would look at, I would read everything. I just threw myself into content that I loved. So that would be like fictional novels. Like I hadn't read a fictional novel in such a long time, but for me, that was the ultimate release. That was me being able to go to a different world and appreciate that instead of just living in my world. And in the world that I created for myself, I was able to see things from a different point of view and appreciate different characters and just listen to different storylines. It, it fueled my creativity reading fictional novels. I absolutely adored it. Um, I studied human structures through Gottman and human behavior, which was, um, neuro-linguistic programming, which was phenomenal. So I really dove into this complete, completely different world. I, I can't tell you how helpful it's been for me to unpack and appreciate all of those different sides of me and just be around energy that works. Like spending so much time in a toxic environment where speaking about topics like sex, for example, can be a target, right? Like it can be like, oh, if she's talking about sex, she must want sex with me. Therefore I can hit on her. That is it very simply put. And that's not me. Like I'm very happily married and I'm not looking for any extracurriculars outside my marriage. And that's not common in the police force for people to, women especially, to have an attitude like mine. But I am so proud of it. Like this is, this is who I am and I'm unapologetically me. Like this is the very raw very unfiltered version. And I know that I ruffle feathers by speaking like this, but I feel like I ruffle them because it's triggering for people. It's triggering for people to, to hear my experience and know that they actually are in a similar boat, but haven't yet realized it. So for me, 
I just coach women to feel empowered by their own choice and to know that they can feel the abundance of experiences and wealth and a rich life in the way that they can have both. You can have a thriving business and still be a mom who gets to go to preschool Mother's Day functions. You can do all of it. It just takes time and effort and an interest. Like you have to want to. You have to yeah, be ready and willing to explore different sides of yourself to to pull out who you really, really are. Again, this is a beautiful podcast and I'm so grateful that you all listen to this because the more you listen to it, the more I'm able to create because I know that you're loving it. To support me again, I would adore it if you can share this podcast to your Instagram stories and please tag me. Otherwise, I'm always open in my DMs. Send me a message if there's something about this potty that you absolutely loved. Um, I encourage all feedback. So please reach out if there's something on your mind. Otherwise, I will see you in the next one. Have a beautiful day. Bye.